to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Usually I say welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. You just did. There you go. I did, I did, I did. Good day, everybody. Good day. Should we do our good day? Mm, doesn't have that I Dr. Didn't do Pat that. like did I, did I not do that so good? No, it sounds fine. This is for it's just, it's all kind of, of our friends odd. in Australia okay. that will get this show. Ah, there we go. Good day. <laughs> How are you, Mr. B? I'm good. I'm well, I'm well. Thank you. Yeah. And what's new with you? Oh, business as usual, you know, running through all these little shows here at the mighty KKNW and, uh, <laughs> you know, getting what? I've got to talk it up. That's what I'm here for. It's true. Hey, tell everybody about the webcam. How is that going to work? Well, so far, it's positioned to your left. Uh, if you're looking at the radio dial, folks, that would be on your right if you're in your cars. And it's um, glaring down right can, at you, Pat. Well, they can't see this in their not, cars, right? Not, no, unfortunately okay. not. But, well, you actually can with PDAs and, you know, laptops that people can probably, you know, look at while they're in their card while you're not moving of course you can pull Don't it up be, yeah we you can do pull up not the stream. want right we do not want any sort of <laughs> kind of strain but we kicked it off with our one of our other shows here at this at the station chat with women and they uh are broadcasting live on the air from eight to nine in the mornings as well as now on the little webcam from eight to nine which is great because you can see all the behind the scenes of me running around and the girls doing their thing and their guests when they come in the door and it starts next week for your show it which, does which will be fantastic then we get to see your bright beautiful smile there there we go Gleaming on the, on gleaming the camera. Gleaming on the camera. Gleaming on the camera. Yeah. So then, uh, hey, everybody, you get to see me actually have a hot flash in the studio. It's <laughs> all, all steamy in here. <laughs> I love that. That Ooh. is so very, Ooh. very funny. That is funny. But it's very, very true. So can I ask you a question? Because somebody sure. asked me a question about okay. this. We've got actually, by the way, we've got a great, great show for you today. Uh, I can't wait to introduce you to Dr. Sally. But the first thing that I want to say is, so Benny, is it, it's live streaming video, right? Mm -hmm. Can we, how do we get a copy of it? I wouldn't even know about that. I don't okay, think you have to call your tech peeps. I don't know if we can save the copies of that. I you think it, don't? I don't know. You don't, don't know. know? I don't know if we can do that. It's I not my department. Everything. Uh -uh. I don't know everything, Pat. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Hey, everybody. Spent. Break the buying obsession and discover your true worth. Dr. Sally Palalian. Did I get that? No, I didn't get that right. Pallion. Pallion. We, Sally, I so apologize. <laughs> Join us in the show. Benny and I had documentation that had your name totally spelled differently. And so I want to welcome to you to the show and apologize in <laughs> advance for just absolutely destroying your name. <laughs> That's fine. I'm used to it. Yeah, like my name. Do you know, my, one of my listeners said to me, oh, like, do you even have a last name? <laughs> it's like, you're Dr. Pat, but what? Dr. Pat, what? Right. Uh, um, and so Dr. Pat Basile. So Sally, help us with your last name correctly pronounced. It's Pallion. Oh, it's so easy. How many? Pallion. I, to I told you. Oh, I my gosh. <laughs> that is so great. The point, though, is you have a big, big conversation. And yeah. that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Um, spent. 
Break the Buying Obsession and Discover Your True Worth. I want to just stop and talk about the title of the book, The Word Spent. And, you know, tell me, out of all the titles you could have picked, you picked this title and why? Well, I picked the title because it sort of expresses where we're all at as a culture right now. It's how people feel individually, it's how our society feels, it's how our country feels, it's how our government feels, it's how we feel. We're very spent. Do we know that, though? Uh, maybe some people do, some people don't. Hopefully mm-hmm. the people that are starting to feel the pinch of that are starting to take action on their own behalf and make changes so they can rejuvenate their lives and their finances. So how did we get that way? How did we get that way? Well, yeah. there's lots of reasons why, but okay. I think the primary one um, is we live in a society that has a lot of expectations, cultural expectations, and we all have a lot of personal expectations that drive us to want. Mm-hmm. It's part of the human condition that we're longing for things. We want better lives for ourselves. And our advertising and our media then teaches us we can have those things. If mm-hmm. only we possess these particular items. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you are a licensed clinical psychologist. You're the author of Spent, Break the Buying Obsession and Discover Your True Worth. Um, you know, you've based this book on your experience and what you've discovered in your practice. Right. And I would imagine, and, and you're also certified in Imago Relationship Therapy. That is so cool. Yeah. I know we're not going to talk right. about that today, but maybe we can talk about it another time. Yep. Actually, right. Imago Relationship Therapy saved my life. Oh, great. Yeah, a number of years ago. That's right. a whole other story, though. Um, but what I want to say to you, uh, Dr. Sally, is that, you know, we're looking at a world where, on the one hand, we're rising the level of consciousness to believe in unlimited possibilities. On the other hand, there's this constricting force that says we can't have it all. How the heck do we make sense of this? Well, I think the perfect way to make sense of it is through that Sufi saying, trusting God, but tie your camel. It's <laughs> so, so good. You know, trusting in God and all of the possibilities. But you're right. We have total abundance and complete, an amazing array of possibilities for all of us with our lives. And I certainly believe in that possibility. However, we need to tie our camel. And that means getting our numbers in order, figuring out what we're gonna, how much we can afford, what we can't afford, looking at what the limits are. We want to tie the camel down so that it doesn't run off. And we want it to be there when we need it to take us places. Mm-hmm. So I always want, you know, we start, I start all of my people off with visioning what their ideal life would be if money wasn't in the equation. So we want to help them to get an expansive view of what's possible. What are your dreams? What Mm -hmm. are your hopes? Mm -hmm. What do you really want? Mm -hmm. Let's start with that. And then let's look at the numbers and how we can make that happen for you. So let's talk about this. We want to do both. We want to do both. Do you find that people are are able to articulate what their dreams are. And, and, do you, and, and let me ask you this, because this is, this is kind of really a, a conversation that I've been wanting to have, and that is, um, has today's economy kind of put a crimp in our dream, uh, our, our dreamscaping, so to speak? You, you know, what are you finding? I mean, this is a time where dreams and visions and expansiveness and creativity is so important, yet at the same time, are you finding that people are running in the other direction? In terms of that they're not dreaming for themselves because now yeah. they feel really limited? Yeah, that, people that's feel very, it. Yeah, people feel very frightened, and I think with fear, it's sort of the opposite of the possibility thinking and the dreaming and the feeling of expansion. Mm-hmm. Fear kind of really constricts us. 
So emotionally, yeah, you're right. People are feeling more constricted. However, it's even more important at this time to be dreaming. Just because we're dreaming doesn't mean we're going to go out and spend all kinds of money. Or just because we have dreams doesn't mean they all cost money. I told, mean that they're yeah. actually our dreams are supposed to enhance us, not mm-hmm. deplete us. Absolutely. And that's really kind of the trick in all of this. So, you know, why do you think people continue to do what they do? I mean, are we talking about bad buying habits? Are we talking about need? Because honestly speaking, um, you know, there are people that you know and I know that are spending money and using credit cards to get by. Right. And I, and I say get by. I don't use that term that often. But they're, they're doing it to get by. I mean, we're in survival mode in some places here. In some places we are. Definitely people who have lost their jobs. And those people who have been upside down in their houses, had their homes repossessed. That's what you're referring to? Yeah. yeah. And, and not, even, not even that per se, but, you know, simply maybe the hours have been reduced. For right. people that are entrepreneurs, their business has been reduced. And right. i got to tell you, not everybody, because we've got some entrepreneurs out there that, you know, have taken their creativity to a whole new level. Uh, but there are some folks that are saying, you know, I just have to do this now. Right, right. Well, I, I see it as, the reason why we're doing it is we're, we're not used to being conscious about money at all because we've been living kind of in a fantasy land with un, you know, unlimited credit. First through the credit cards, then the home equity lines, then the remortgaging and all of those movements have all you know, sort of enhanced our capacity to feel, to stay in denial that money has, might have a limit to it and that we might have to plan for it. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it because we're not in the habit of planning, not in the habit of being conscious, of taking time. We're doing it because we're uneducated about money. And lots of people have had no criteria whatsoever for how to make decisions about what's enough. Mm. What's enough to spend on my home decor and what's enough to spend on my shoes and what, how do I make a decision, you know, between if I have to choose between mm-hmm. my children going to a camp versus, you know, a new certain kind of car, right, whatever. Right, we right. don't have any criteria. Right. And money's become so intangible. It's plastic. We have auto withdrawals, auto, you know, deposits into our checkbooks. Right. And internet banking. We don't feel like it's real money when we're spending. So people have been continuing to do it because they don't feel like it's real. Right. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, and this is, this is kind of a strange analogy, but I was talking with someone the other day, and they were talking about going to the Vegas, the casinos. Um, and they hadn't been in a long time. It's not something they do on a regular basis. They were there for a conference. But they went in to play the slot machines. And what they discovered is you don't put the big dollars in anymore. You, you don't have the, the, you know, the feel of the, those, even though they're, you know what I'm saying, they're made up dollars that Vegas has. You, you take the dollars and you put them in the slot, right? Right. And like then a you, token. Yeah. And you pull the right. handle. Now, right. now they don't even have that. Now they give you this little card. Right. Right. They can, and it's like attached right. to your it's hip like so you don't lose it. Right. And it's not it's like <laughs> not even money. It, yeah. And what they what they're saying is, you know, I've zipped through this card and I can't even tell you where I started from. <laughs> so is that kind of what you think is happening, you know, when you you know, and is that how you kind of look at this in the book spent? Yes. We we started to think of money and it's not even real. My yeah. grand, my father told me when they when his parents owned a restaurant, they had a cash box and that was a cigar box. That was their right. cash register. Money came in, and they paid the waitresses, and they paid the bread man, they paid everybody, and what was left over was their money. Mm-hmm. We don't have that sense anymore that it's very real and tangible. It comes in, we spend it, and we have some left over for us. Yeah, boy, and you so we don't it. have any pause mechanism. Mm-hmm. We don't think it's real, and so if something's there, we just want it, we buy it, no big deal, put it on the card, right. write a check. Right, right. 
we don't think about how we'll pay for it or whether we can afford it or whether we really even want it. And that's what I like to teach people to do mm. is really getting clear about what they really want so they can channel their money towards things that are going to ultimately be really satisfying for them. Yeah. And bring them more contentment so they'll be happier with what they do buy. Yeah. You know, we're going to take a short break. We've got uh, three copies of the book to give out to you guys. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Dr. Sally Pallet. Pallion. <laughs> Dr. Sally Pallion joining me here today. And, uh, you know, a part of this is really looking at how spent, Sally, is affecting not just money, not just credit cards, but really is affecting every part of our life. Dr. Uh, Dr. Sally Pallion joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. When we come back, we're going to be talking about spent. Fabulous new book. We'll pick up your call, so hang in there, folks. How is money overspending affecting our relationships? We'll be right back. The money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to make sure you don't miss the final event in the 2009 Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Join Don Miguel Ruiz, international best-selling author of The Four Agreements, on April 24th at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle. Go to thedrpatshow.com under the Featured Events section for more information and to purchase your tickets now. Don't miss this opportunity to be inspired. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more details details. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Don Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on KKNW AM 1150. Don Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at DonsVision.com and catch It's a New Day with Don Marie Stansfield Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Did you know that nearly 60,000 dogs and cats are euthanized every year in western Washington? Posado's Safe Haven Space Station, a state-of-the-art mobile vet clinic, travels to the areas that need help the most. Posado's is reducing the number of unwanted animals by making spaying and neutering easy, safe, and inexpensive. To check the space station schedule or to read more, please visit posadosafehaven.org. That's P-A-S-A-D-O safehaven.org. How to help people deal with loss and the grieving process. The new online certificate in bereavement studies at the Center for Integrative Health focuses on the spiritual, cultural, and workplace aspects of loss. Completely online, the one course per month format allows you to complete the certificate in as little as nine months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. Visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the National University Systems Center for Integrated Health. That's centerforintegrativehealth.org. Have you signed up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter? Find out about upcoming guests, current promotions, events, and information. Go to thedrpatshow.com. That's thedrpatshow.com. And sign up now. You want to get unstuck. Be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself. You just don't know how to get there. 
Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond any limitations and achieve true self-empowerment. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND or visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour, weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. The devil may care, and I am just a devil with love to spare. So viva Las Vegas, viva Las Vegas. How I wish that there were more. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Sally Palian joining us here today. Dr. Sally Palian joining us here today. Spent. Break the buying obsession and discover your true worth. We're giving away copies of the book. Uh, how many copies do we have left? Two. Oh, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Benny in his Pro Bowl shirt will pick up the phone for you. Big Hawaii guy today. Sally, thank you for joining us here today. Uh, I want to talk to you about relationships and money right now. Because I got a, a statement the other day that the divorce rate is down. And so there are some people that think, oh my gosh, are these people killing themselves? And so uh, by staying in relationship, and I wanted to get your perception on that. But beyond that, how do money issues play out in relationships? Money issues are really, as we all know, a very, you know, very, very volatile kind of area in relationships. And sometimes people work very well together in tandem, and they can work towards their goals together and make dreams happen together. With two people, like we know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. A lot easier than with just one. Right. However, for most people, because we have a whole lot of different money scripts and money styles and money habits that we bring to our marriages and our relationships, it becomes a very conflict-kind-of-ridden area. And then what happens, oftentimes people get into big power struggles around money, and they do, you know, I call it the money dance, where one person, you know, maybe uh, saves and one person spends, and they complement each other, or they fight it out in all different kinds of ways. It's very tricky with relationships, because the minute you add financial dependence, which is, or interdependence even, into a relationship that's emotionally vulnerable and dependent, you now escalate, you know, all of the different... Uh, dynamics that are going to happen because of that financial dependency. What one partner does with money affects the other one in a big way. So it can be very, very volatile. So can we, I mean, there's some things we've grown up not to talk about. Money is one of them. Right. Is it? Is this the root of all evil? <laughs> not money itself, but the fact that we don't talk about it. <laughs> well, I th- I th- that's a good way. That's one way to put it is that it could be like part of the problem is that people aren't talking about yeah, it. Yeah. But also that people don't even know what to say about it. Right. Because we're unconscious about our own behavior. We don't really know why we're doing what we're doing or what we think or believe about money or what mm-hmm. our expectations are. Right. So we don't really know what to say to our partner necessarily. Because the shadow part of ourselves we haven't discovered yet. So it's really wonderful. I always support couples to start some dialoguing about it, get into imago therapy, get into any kind of um, sort of self-discovery work that can help your relationship as you uncover both of your own individual money styles and then work with how as a couple they bounce off each other. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, what's your top three? 
what's your top three when we talk about spent and this is the book the phones are like off the hook here um when we talk about spent the book you wrote obviously this has been something of passion for you right um right. and and you really talk about the struggling you know with just a range of financial issues right, right. but you also put some assessment tools in the book the other questionnaires there i mean this is really a great safe way for people to be able to say let me take a look at myself let me see what i'm doing and dr sally is here to help me recover from all of this and i wanted to ask you if i if i said sally tell me the top three the hot 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 issues around money and that you cover in spent what would they be uh the first one is i teach people how to envision their ideal life and get clear about what their values are what their dreams are and we have to look at that the second one is looking at impulsivity and all the things that cause you to be impulsive start to change that and the third one is for people to get real clear about where their money uh, patterns come from in their childhood so i have a lot of self-assessment tools to help people reflect on family patterns mm -hmm. their own patterns from childhood their grandparents patterns because some of this stuff is just simply passed down yeah no kidding <laughs> we didn't learn it. We didn't know. learn it. Or we, had, or we had financially dysfunctional parents, and no one talked about that. Mm hmm well, you know, part of this is for all of us to really get educated and informed. Um, I, I wanted to ask all of you that uh, that are listening to the show, first of all, there's a lot to think about. I also want to mention we have one book left, so please give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. Benny will pick up uh, the call and make sure that... Um, we get your information. He's going to take it all down, and we're going to get you a copy of the book. Um, one of the things that I definitely know that that people are really struggling with is now we're in a it, now we get it, Sally. We get that. Okay, we're spent. Right, right. <laughs> now I've got to implement changes into my family. Right. Oh, how do I tell my kids? I mean, we're talking about kids that. Get me the Nintendo, get me the this box, get me the Wii, get me the get me, get me, get me. And now we have to say no. What kind of disturbance is that causing? Oh, I think it's good for kids to have people tell them no and set limits with them. Especially if you're buying things for the children that you ultimately cannot afford. Ultimately, your kids are going to suffer the consequences of those decisions, whether today or tomorrow. So it might be easier for them to forego the things today and the bigger things in the long-term picture, uh, which could happen. So I like for people to get their kids involved in the budgeting and with the limit setting with the kids so that the kids actually know if they're old enough, and even little ones can understand this, what, what do they really want? Do they want the Wii or do they want something else? How much, what's their clothing budget for the year for their school clothes? Then they can make their own decisions within those limits about what they want. Or they can be you know, brought on board with how we're going to make pizza instead of buy pizza or how we're going to rent movies or we're going to play some games we already have on the shelf rather than buy some new ones. They can get involved with planning activities for the family, with deciding decisions around, around money with spending, you know, regard to food and all of that. So I think kids need to be, this is one way we educate them. I have a friend who... She has a child, she's a teacher, and she's, she said whenever we go to the museum, the most important part of the museum is being in the gift store because we have to decide, do you want one big dinosaur 
or do you want three little ones? If five dollars is your limit, what are you going to buy in the store? When we look at this, are you coaching people about this? Because I think this is, so, honestly, Dr. Sally, I think this is so important. You know, really, we talk about not being able to talk about money. Right. But now we have to talk about it, you know, not just with our partners, spouse, whatever, but now we have to talk about it with the family, with our children. Right. And now we probably have to talk about it in many ways. We're not ever, we've never talked about it before. Right. And, you know, how do people even figure out, A, is this just normal spending that we have to cut back or is this obsession spending? I mean, I think there's a difference. I don't think we know how. I mean, is it obsession spending every time your child asks for something, you get it? How, how do you, how, boy, you've taken yeah. on a big topic here, Dr. Yes, Sally. Yes, I know. It, it, well, this money, is big. Money runs through every part of our life. I think that's what you're describing, is that money runs through every part of our life. So is it obsession when we can't say no to our children? That's the real issue. And help them to have realities, reality checks about what's appropriate amount of toys for them. Just like, you know, if we can't decide what's an appropriate amount of shoes for ourselves, how can we teach them what's an appropriate amount of toys? Well, I mean, this is it. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I, I certainly didn't grow up in a family where every time I asked for something, I got it. Um, but I, I also didn't grow up in a family where the answers were always no, 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 no. Right. Um, there's the reverse side of this, which is called hoarding. Right. And where does that fit in? I mean, and, and I, I actually don't know in contemporary terms what hoarding means. I know that in old school terms, you know, I'd hear family members say, we've got the big bag of money under the mattress. What is hoarding right now? And what does it mean in contemporary terms? Yes. That's exactly what it would mean. It would mean someone who's really saving all their money and is fearful about spending their money. They're really fearful about the future, and so they lean towards holding on to everything, and they don't make necessarily any decisions around purchasing. They may be someone who goes as far as being obsessed with their stocks. You know, some, every once in a while we hear news of some one of these people who had millions of dollars in the bank, and they came to the bank every day and looked at their, their money or whatever. Um, that's a, a hoarding. It's kind of like a stinginess. It's, an, it's like a stingy approach to money. Usually, the person that's the hoarder doesn't have. They don't feel the. They don't feel any pain. It's the people around them that feel the pain. So, if you have a father who's a hoarder who never lets you have anything, it's problematic for you. If you if you have a spouse who has a lot of money in the bank but won't let himself enjoy or wears old clothes or won't drive a new car or lets bills go unpaid because he's afraid to let go of the money, that's a problem for the person in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So hoarders really don't always feel pain themselves, other than they're separate. They, they're very distant. They can be very distant from people because their primary relationship is with an intangible, inanimate object, money, mm -hmm. not with the person. Mm -hmm. So they don't always feel the pain. They're limited emotionally and relationally, but they don't feel pain about their hoarding. It's everyone around them that has problems with it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this is really part of a bigger conversation. I want to thank you for joining us. Please give everybody your website. Uh, obviously, people were, you know, dialing in to get copies of the book, so we've touched on a nerve here. So it would be great if you could give out your website. Okay, my website is www.sallypallian.com. That's S-A-L-L-Y-P-A-L-A-I-A-N.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. You're welcome. Great conversation. Thanks. Thank goodness Thank somebody is doing the work. Let's take a short break, everybody. Hey, from the barrio to the boardroom. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
And how's your diet going? It's going great. I had noodles for dinner last night. Noodles? Come on, that can't be on your diet. Well, I eat Miracle Noodles. They're the secret calorie-free noodles that Japanese women have eaten for years to stay thin. Hmm, how is that possible? They're made only from soluble fiber. That's it. Guilt-free noodles, Eva. Well, I'm sold. Where do you get them? Well, it's my little secret. But okay, you can get them at MiracleNoodle.com. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four e-books, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Are you? you ready for balance and wellness? Daisy Thompson at Northwest Healing Studio is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master. By repatterning your energy structure, Daisy can help you make the changes you need to start attracting the life you want to experience. If you live with depression, anxiety, illness, pain, or stress, call Daisy at 206-550-8469 and begin to realize your true path in life. Visit NorthwestHealingStudio.com. Imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Used in soups and other dishes in Japan, these miracle noodles have been highly regarded as a health food that's good for the intestines and for weight loss. Now they're available here at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, Miracle Noodles have zero net carbs and zero calories. You don't have to give up noodles anymore. Just add these noodles to your dishes, dramatically lowering calories while still enjoying your food. Low-calorie dishes are made easy by including Miracle Noodles, and the whole family will enjoy eating them. Just use Miracle Noodles in place of carbs in a meal to reduce calories easily and dramatically. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet now, guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. That's MiracleNoodle.com. Is it possible to change your physical destiny in one critical hour without suffering or willpower? Cat James says yes. Find out what transformed Cat and others as you jumpstart your own journey to freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myths. With pioneering experts and real life stories, Cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation. Are you ready to be transformed? Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Learn more at Total Transformation. Information.com.